0: Real people, real opinions, real talk
1: radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits Next up on the show, uh, something completely and utterly different and it's something I want to get your opinions on and it's all about motorbikes and how safe or unsafe motorbikes actually are. Jake got in contact with us yesterday uh, with a post he sent to us on uh, Facebook and I want to share it with you now. He says, hey guys, I would love this topic debated on your show. I'll try to call it myself if I can, but I'm working at night. I decided a few months ago that I want to buy a motorbike. I have a motorcycle licence. I had one uh, for about six months a few years ago, but I got rid of the bike. Now I want to use it for going to work. Uh, I'm getting grief from everyone in my family. My mother told me she wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing I was out on a motorbike because I'm a barman. I work late. My sisters also freaked out. They said they would be terrified with the idea of me being on a motorbike. They say that motorbikes are death traps. Obviously, I'm an adult and can make up my own mind, but I don't want my mother worrying about stuff like this or my sisters because they've had a tough few years. Are motorbikes really that dangerous? Why are people so afraid of them? Please discuss this. I would love to hear opinions. And that is from Jake. It's a topic you never hear being discussed uh, on on a radio show. And that's why when Jake got in contact with us, I said, yes, this would make an interesting conversation. Uh, It's a conversation I've had in the past. There was a time where I wanted a motorbike. I was sick of being stuck in traffic. And... um, I said to my partner, who's now my wife, I said, I'm thinking of getting a bike and straight away she was like, no, no way, death traps, death traps. Um, but I know there are plenty of you listening to the show right now who are, are motorcycle enthusiasts or maybe you ride a motorbike into work, maybe uh, you um, have one regularly, you're on one regularly. Um, what do you make of this, this sort of perception that they are death traps and should Jake's mother and sisters be worried uh, about that. I would like to hear from you. You can WhatsApp us or call us on 087-188-0008. 087-188-0008. If you own a motorbike, uh, maybe you can put Jake's mind at ease and his family's mind at ease. Or if you are uh, like Jake's family and you think, God, they are are terrifying, they're terrifying, Um, he shouldn't get one let us know. And I'll bring you some interesting stats after the break as well about motorcycle accidents in Ireland. And uh, it doesn't look good, to be honest, which I can understand where Jake's family are coming from. Anyway... Uh, get your WhatsApps and calls into us now. 087 188 0008. It's Jeremy Dixon here with you live until 11 o'clock tonight on Ireland's classic hits. And uh, we are about to have a conversation, uh, which I've personally, in all my years working in radio, I've never had before. Uh, and it's about motorcycles and whether or not they are uh, dangerous. And uh, Jake got in contact with us and he says, I would love this topic debated on the show. I'll try and call in myself if I can. You're welcome to, Jake. The number is 087-188-008. 087-188-008. In fact, that's the number that uh, all of you can ring in on or WhatsApp. Anyway, he says, I decided a few months ago that I wanted to buy a motorbike. I have my motorcycle license. I've had one for about six months, uh, a few years ago uh, and got rid of it. Now I want to use it for going to work. Uh, And I'm getting grief from everyone in my family. My mother told me she wouldn't be able to sleep knowing that I was out on a motorbike at night because I'm a barman and I work late. My sister's also freaked out. They say that motorbikes are death traps. Uh, Obviously, I'm an adult and can make up my own mind, but I don't want my mother worrying about stuff like this or my sisters because they've had enough and a very tough few years. Uh, Are motorbikes really that dangerous? Why do people view them that way? Please discuss this. And that is from Jake. So I'm throwing it out to you. Uh, If you were a uh, motorbike user, uh, I want to hear from you. Uh, Why do you think so many people have this perception that it is uh, dangerous to be on a motorbike? And I was looking at figures there today. And since 2018, now I don't want to scaremonger people, these are just facts and figures that came out from the RSA, the Road Safety Authority, I'm just passing them on, don't shoot the messenger, but since 2018 there has been 59 motorcyclists killed on Irish roads, since 2018, so that's in the space of three years, 59, that's nearly 20 uh, a year. 579 have suffered serious injuries as a result of a collision And um, although motorbikes, they say, make up only 1.4% of all vehicles on the roads, they represent 11.5% of road traffic fatalities. That's sobering. Uh, It's a sobering thought, isn't it? And again, that's not to scare people into not buying a motorbike. But when you hear those stats, you think maybe Jake's family uh, are onto something here. Anyway, I'd like to hear from you. If you have a motorbike, uh, maybe you can give Jake some advice or do you agree uh, with uh, Jake's parents or Jake's mother and his sisters who are saying we wouldn't be able to sleep at night knowing that you're coming home on a motorbike. Let me go to Sean. You're on Ireland's Castle Kit, Sean. Good evening. Good evening, Jeremy. How are you? I'm not bad. Uh, those stats that I read out there a second ago are quite sober and quite worrying uh, of the, the amount of casualties on the roads. But you're a motorcyclist, uh, are you?
0: Absolutely, uh, Jeremy just recently moved to Ireland from South Africa, which has an extremely um, large population of bikers. Um, but I must say, obviously, not safe roads like here in Ireland. But uh, there's, you know, there, there's two sides of the story. Um, yes, you have less protection on a motorcycle than you have in a car. Um, it is seen and, and deemed to be uh, death traps or less safer than a than a motor vehicle um because you just don't have that cage around you you don't have
1: any protection yeah
0: you, you you have absolutely nothing and what you really do have with you is your wits um you know and and uh being an avid motorcyclist myself and then pl- a lot thousands of kilometers on a, on a motorcycle um you know one has to have your wits about you uh number one number two um, you know, bravadery. You know, you go out, you get your license, you're going to get the biggest bike you can get, and uh, you think you're Superman, and that that you've got to take out of your mind initially, when you when you get your bike. You know, you start off slowly, and you start off possibly with a with a smaller um, cubic capacity, a smaller CC bike, and you build your way up. Um, you know, and then I think the the critical part here is, you know getting your license. Number one, getting it legally. Number two. And taking uh, adequate lessons, you know, a lot of us, um, uh, the, a lot of my friends, you know, would just go and get their license and uh, go and purchase a motorcycle and away you go.
1: But uh, sorry, 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 it. sorry to cut across you, uh, Sean. Mm. You can get all the lessons in the world, but I, as a as a motorist, I have seen some reckless, reckless behaviour by motorcyclists on the roads, especially Absolutely. especially on the motorway. You'd be you'd be doing hundred kilometres an hour on the M50. <laughs> Uh, which, yeah. I, in fact, I was only doing it earlier on today, coming home from work earlier mm-hmm. on. And there's motorcyclists passing you out doing about 160, 170. And you're saying to yourself, if he comes off or she comes off that bike at 160 kilometres an hour, that's it. Game over. There's not a chance of surviving uh, a collision or coming off the bike at that speed. Why do motorcyclists go that fast?
0: I, you know, I, how long is a piece of string? You know, we could debate this till the, till the cows come mm. home. And it's uh, number one, it's the brevaderie. Uh, number two, it's, it's thinking that I'm bulletproof and, uh, you know, I can, I can do whatever I want. Uh, number three, it's uh, showing off. Um, you know, uh, so many different uh, scenarios that one can paint I know, I,
1: and I get that. Um, you, you don't buy a powerful bike. You know, you don't go a powerful no. bike to do 60 kilometres an hour. You buy a powerful bike because you want to uh, pull the throttle down and you want to go fast. But just... The then b- you
0: take it to the track. Then you take it to the track and that's why you have track days.
1: But I, I, r- I rarely, I rarely, and I don't, if you're... Other motorcyclists listen to this. Don't take offence to this, but this is the, this is the truth as far as I'm concerned. I rarely see motorcyclists behaving responsibly on on the roads. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you, you are going to get the fraternity who will um, break the law. You're going to get the guys who you know. I was I, I belong to a club in South Africa, um, a small club. Uh, there were rules, there were regulations. Uh, you know, we rode staggered, uh, staggered, ten meter apart. Um, so, you, you know, you, you had that form of control where, when you obviously you've got an individual on a bike and he's got a 1,000cc bike under, strapped between his legs and he's on the motorway and he sees a gap, he's going to take that gap. You, know, you are going to get, uh, you are gonna get those, those, those riders. But, you know, but my, my advice out there is you know, take the lessons. You've got to be thinking for all the motor vehicles on the road. You've got to think for them. And unfortunately, some people might take offence of this, but you got to think that anybody in a car is an idiot. When I'm on my motorcycle, everybody around me in a car is an idiot, and I have got to think for that person. You know, is he moving over to the left in, in the lane in front? He hasn't put his indicator on. Is he going to change lanes? Let me slack off. Let me give him. You know, let me let me give him some space. And unfortunately, you got to think like that because, uh, you know visibility um i see quite a few riders here and i've seen it back in sa um not visible you know no reflection oh, completely, completely
1: completely completely um, in black not yeah, it's crazy
0: not using indicators um accelerating off before the robots actually turn green you know looking left looking right and then just pulling off through the through the intersection not slowing down and stopping at a stop street all these things, all these little things, I think, contribute to that ten percent um, fatality that you were talking about. Okay,
1: so can you understand why Jake's mother and his both his sisters are are worried about him getting the bike? Is, is, that a, is that a reasonable concern to have?
0: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. However, you know, you you can cross the street and get hit by a bus tomorrow. Um, of course, yeah. <laughs> so yes, you they they, they are thousands of more reasons But But, 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 but you
1: sorry mean, to cut across to you, less, less, less pedestrians are killed on our roads every year uh, than the motorcycles, I would imagine.
0: I would assume so. We don't have the facts in front of us. But what I'm trying to illustrate is, you know, the chances of you being hit by a bus or chances of you falling down the stairs and breaking your neck. Um, yes, I mean, accidents will happen. You, 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 uh, you've got a lot more accelerated chance on a motorcycle. Um, so what you've got to do then is take the most safety precautions, do the most riders training that you can do, get, get as much of that under your belt that you can do so that you just equip yourself uh, far better on, on the road. Um, you know, when, when I said I was going to get a motorcycle, my wife said, well, that's fine. You know, you're not going to get a superbike. I won't allow you to get a superbike.
1: Okay, so she, um, she, she had put the foot down and, you know...
0: I could get a bike, but not a superbike.
1: So what, but, what CC is your motorbike?
0: Well, I had a GS, BMW GS 1200, which is an adventure bike. So okay. pretty much, uh, you know, you take it at 160. It's, it's not exactly aerodynamically designed to be doing such high speeds, but, but that's more of an adventure bike. It's off-road. It's multi-purpose.
1: Okay, but one and, more, and one final question for you: Why yes. did why did your wife not want you to get a, a high-powered bike, a superbike? Safety, safety. Really, she was she was terrified that she was going to get a call some night to say that she would come off the bike.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, I uh, wanted to know when I arrived, when I left, when I was coming home. Okay, I've left with the guys now. We've, you know, we're on a ride back. I'll be home in a half an hour. She would be able to track me on her phone. So yes, um, you you are you are more at risk on a motorcycle. But there's the the only thing you can do is just take corrective action, wear the proper equipment. You know, I I, I would and I've seen it here, um, people on 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 a motorcycle. Uh, with a pair of denims and a pair of sneakers. Oh,
1: I know, I know. It's crazy to see some of the people, um, the way they're dressed. Thank you very much for your call, uh, Sean. Uh, You can text us, WhatsApp us, 087-188-0008. 087-188-0008. It's Jeremy Dixon here with you live on Arden's Classic Hits till 11 o'clock and we're talking about uh, Jake's dilemma. Uh, He wants to buy a motorbike. He doesn't say if it's high-powered or not, but his family are saying no, no, no. There's not a hope that uh, we'd be able to sleep at night knowing that you're on the motorbike. And we were talking to motorcyclists who were telling us, well, you heard from that guy himself, who's a motorcyclist, and he's saying, yeah, the family have a right to be concerned. So if you are a motorcyclist, uh, I'd like to hear from you. Give us a text. Uh, If you have been in an accident as well, um, how serious was it? How bad was it? And who was to blame? Because from my experience, uh, a lot of motorcyclists are just, they're lunatics uh, on the road. Let me go to Dermot. Dermot, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. Good evening.
2: Good evening to you, Jeremy. How are you?
1: I'm well, not bad. Now, you have been uh, with bikes for 25 to 30 years, so you know. Right, uh, I have.
2: Yeah, I come from a different era to that chap. I, I, I got my first bike in 1978. So that'll, that'll tell you how far back that was. And that was a 125. I went from 125 to a 400 to a CX500 to a Kazaki 750. And I dri- never owned, but i have driven up to a 1,000cc bike. So, in my time, it, it, there was no um, training. You literally, once you had a, had a driving license, you can go out and buy a bike. Oh, really? Was, it was
1: that easy? Okay.
2: Oh, what was did, there was no training in, in, in the 70s and 80s on bikes, no. It was simply a case of, you were dealt, and if you fancied a bike, you just got a bike. You jumped up at it, you insured it, and away you went. And that was it. And I never, I never, to be fair, I, it was a different time. There was, to be, there was a lot less traffic on the road in them days. But um, I had no issue, and I had no issue with motorbikes it is today because they, you do get training, you do get schooled on how the dangers of bikes and how to drive them and whatever. Now, it, have you ever driven a bike?
1: Have I? I've been a, a pillion. On the, I did Route 66, actually, on the back of a bike Um Oh, very a, good. a couple of years ago, which was a, it was an amazing experience. Now they had originally asked me did I want to do the test and, and do my and ride the bike myself and I said no, God no, I'd rather just sit on, on the back. Um and I, I, I respect I respect motor uh motorcycle enthusiasts but you have to agree with what I'm saying that some of the recklessness that you see on the roads for motorcycles is just crazy weaving in and out of... I do,
2: I do, I see, I see a lot but like over the years I I know a lot more people that have died in car accidents than have died on bikes. I don't, I don't think I know anybody that was killed on a motorbike off a motorbike because if any accidents invariably accidents that involve motorbikes are careless drivers who pull out in front or at a junction and if, you, you are right you're on two wheels now. There is as the other chap said it's 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 Venus and Mars being in a car and being on a bike. It's very very difficult to get on two wheels yeah. and not put the throttle down. It really is. It's something about two wheels that just the, the winds, the whole lot, the whole um, scenario of it. But I, I've known guys that that have driven driven bikes for years and years and years. One particular guy. And he didn't live a million miles from me. And when I was growing up, he, when nobody had a a, a bike, this guy had a one thousand cc bike, and he drove it five days a week, six days a week, year in, year out, and he never ever had an accident because he was a good biker. He knew, he knew, he knew the 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 dangers of of it, and he knew that he he just he was a good biker, and he he spent all of his adult life driving this massive bike. Okay, so and it, you, know, you never had an issue. Okay. You it, an issue.
1: As you said, it's different times now. Uh, the roads are full uh, times, at yeah. the moment. If, uh, and I'm just after finding out Jake's age is 22 years of age. So Jake is 22. Okay. Yeah. What advice would you give to him? Would you tell him to go ahead and get the bike?
2: I wouldn't have an issue. I wouldn't stop anybody from getting the bike. I really wouldn't. Provide In in today's world, you, you you just have to instill into them the dangers it's all you can do is instill the dangers like the, a lot of young lads all i ever hear in the news these days is young lads killed in in, in cars and not killed off bikes so it, it it would obviously depend on the mentality of the young lad if he's one of these petrol heads that just wants it for for speed and bravado and showing off i would have a problem with that he'd, he'd need to have his head well screwed on as to the, like as i always said the road is very very hard when you hit You've no idea, like if you're in a car crash and you, you hit something and you still have the safety of the car around you. But when you come off two wheels and you, you hit solid concrete or tarmac, by Jesus Christ, the ground is hard when you hit it. I right? hit the ground a few times.
1: I'd imagine so. Stay stay there for a second, please, Dermot. Because uh, I want to go to Stephen on line three. Stephen, good evening. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you? It's fine, now And yourself, thanks. Good. Um, you disagree with Dermot. You believe they're far too dangerous.
3: I do, yeah. Like as Dermot said there, uh when you fall off a bike you hit the concrete The sore. If you hit something there, even like a wall or a tree, there's nothing there between you and it, only gravity and kinda of usually you come out at the worst end of that. Gravity and fresh air. You hit a tree there, there's no at least if you're in a car you have some bit of protection. Like you're in a, a frame, you have airbags. I know a personally you now of three people I was growing up and kind of through family friends. Uh, there was one couple in particular, they were over on a Saturday night, he was coming home, he fell off of the motorbike, busted his knee, he was up in hospital while she was coming, visit, after visiting him in hospital, she was coming, she was perfect on the road, a drunk driver came up, broke the light and crushed her leg. Oh dear. And there was an uncle of mine, a week after that, he was on the back of a motorbike and saying that again, he was drunk. He fell off the back of the motorbike. The driver didn't realise he had lost him until two or three miles, and he went back and found him there. He was in a heap in the ditch, and he again lost his kneecap. Well, absolutely. Uh, uh, That's a very fair, valid point, but the point is that is stupidity.
2: It's it's If you're going to be stupid on two wheels, you're asking for trouble, and you will get trouble if you weren't
3: stupid about it. it thinking... was... Only one of them was stupid in the sense of that was the pavilion passion that was drunk, but the other two were just, one of them, she was all right at the lights, she was going with the lights, it was a drunk driver that actually hit her. But like that, you're yeah. saying, if it was a car, there would have been some bit of protection.
2: I do, uh, yeah, I do agree to it. Yeah, you are right. I mean, I, I cannot speak, uh, come on here and defend two wheels against four, the safety of two wheels against four. But at the end of the day, it, a bike is a wonderful, it's a wonderful experience if you use it correctly. If you, if you treat the bike, bike with respect and you treat the road with respect. If you can do that, you will survive. You will survive. Now, it's not an easy world out there at the moment with the amount of traffic and the crap drivers. There's no end to the shit drivers that are on the road that do not have a clue how to use the motorways. They're in this lane, they're in that lane. They're, 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 it's simple as. But if you can, if you have a good head about you, you 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 will get great experience on a bike. I have no regrets over the years of of all the bikes I drove, and I would have. As, as Jeremy, I was very surprised at Jeremy saying he did he did pillion passenger. Now I would be nervous being on two wheels behind a bike. Oh really? Oh Jesus, yeah, you're out of control. You're it's in his hands and not yours. I would not like that. I like to have I like to be in control of a. I always like to be I never opinion past. Well I have to say it's something
1: it's something I never worried about uh, at the time when I was asked to do Route sixty six. Um and by the way, for anybody who's ever done it you'll know it's a very tiring uh two weeks because you're up at five in the morning, you're on the road and there was times where I was sitting on the back of the of the bike, and I was nearly nodding off uh, with the tiredness. Mm-hmm. It, it's a tough, tough gig. Um, How do you know I was putting myself in danger? Maybe no, but the guy, the guy who was uh, riding the bike, um, was a professional. He was one of the highly highest qualified. Oh,
2: no, no, yeah, no, that's fine, that's fine. He, like, he was, he really was good at his job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it. yeah. Well, that's like that's that's what it boils down to. Now I know it's not Route sixty six, I and mean, like they're them roads in the states are built for bikes. But over here, the roads are not built for bikes. They really are not. No,
1: and of I course think, not.
2: I, I see guys on, on these uh, Silver Wing um, 1000 um, Honda bikes, and, that, and they're going along. But it's it's dreadful. Um, it's dreadful to see because the, the roads are not designed for bikes over here in any shape or form. Well, l- l- l-
1: l- Sorry, let me go back to Stephen. Why have you such a negative attitude towards motorbikes? I know obviously you've had you've had uh, issues with I your family. Know,
3: maybe it's just they were grown up type of thing like that. I suppose it was a seat putting your head off, stay away from motorbikes type thing. And you know, all you're growing up, your parents did tell you uh, about motorbikes and the safety. But in saying that, there's not much safety on a, a push bike either.
1: No, the the, say, I know
3: there's different speeds and whatnot. But you hear, especially in around town, there you hear with the the cyclists and the cars kind of having at it. But motorbikes are kind of in the same uh, category. as yeah. just in a motorbike, then a, a person comes out to a car, to them, are kind of gone,
1: yeah. You've literally no protection, uh, no. either on, on a bicycle, even
3: if you look on YouTube ads there and whatnot and things, you see someone opening up the door, and all of a sudden there's a poor fella coming up in the motorbike, and he's the door is wrapped around him,
1: yeah. But at right. least, at least in in a lot of cities now uh, around the country, they've they've Decent cycle lanes on main roads where you actually can uh, cycle safely. Now, still, I see some things uh, on the roads with, with cyclists where car, motorists just don't give a damn about cyclists. They really don't. They don't give them enough space. And um, I would be worried being a cyclist in, in a city as well. Uh, do me a favour. Stay there for a second, please, Stephen. If you want to get in on this, oh eight seven one double eight treble 8 87 Treble zero eight. Send us an WhatsApp uh, if you like there. Uh, let us know if you're a, a motorcyclist. Um, how dangerous is it? And would you uh, advise uh, Jake to go ahead and get the bike that he wants to get, that his mother and sisters are worried about? Or is this a whole big fuss about nothing? Because as uh, Dermot was saying a few minutes ago, and when you go out to cross the road, uh, you could be knocked down by a bus. Uh, you know, anytime you get into uh, a car, anytime you step behind the uh, put your foot uh, on the the accelerator of a car, you're putting yourself in danger and you can't live your life in danger worrying about that. Um, But if you are a a motorcyclist, uh, do let us know. Or if you're a a motorist, uh, how do you find the behaviour of motorcyclists on the road? Am I being fair saying that they, certainly, my experience is on the M50 in Dublin all the time, and some of the speeds I see them going is just absolutely terrifying. Now, let me go to Tom. Tom, good evening. How are you? You're on Ireland uh, class kids. The best, i know, good. You're a, you're a Harley uh, driver, yeah?
4: Yeah. But uh, like I've had the sports bikes, you know, like one of your cars there, I started off in the little 100cc, wringing the neck off it, you know. But roads were a lot quieter then. Like that, you walked in, you got your licence, you rang up the insurance company, you got your insurance, your tax, you are on the road in the way. But like, I've walked my way up along like two years, the 100s, the 125s, the
1: 250s, the 500s, the 750s. Okay, so you didn't start off on a high-powered bike, you worked your way up. Ah, walked my way up, right. Like. And in but, fairness, in fairness you be, you've been riding them for so long, you're an experienced uh, motorcyclist. Have you ever had a run-in? Have you ever had a close shave?
4: Oh, I had a close shave coming from Auckland it's a couple of years ago. This guy in a car, besides, he's indicating left, I go, okay. I say, okay, he's left, he's pulling in, he's letting me off. Your man swung right, and I was like, Shed. Slamming on the brakes, like. I was going handy, like. But I clipped his car, lying on the ground under the bike. The man comes out screaming at me. I'm, like, oh, I'm trying to get out from under the bike. So like, if I get up to you, I'm nothing. You're like, you're titted. And I'm like, do you not see me? And he goes, do you not see my indicator?'" I said, yeah, you went there. No, I didn't. I was like, oh. Was, it, was,
1: was this completely his fault?
4: Totally his fault. But it was not damaged to the bike. I was lucky, like I slammed on the brakes, and I hit him sideways, but I was... Right on the ground, like, and I was like, uh, another occasion I had a farmer put wire across the passage. I didn't see it. But I was riding a Harley with hangers and it saved my life.
1: And had, but, had, that could have been a lot worse, had that car have hit you full on? If, he,
4: if he'd hit me, like, he'd probably broke my legs. Maybe i have done worse, but, saying that, the did. what you say would give him his?
1: Sorry, say that again?
4: young lad, there Jake you know the John about yeah he's 20, bikes,
1: 22 but. years of age I and mean, he doesn't say what uh, what power bike uh, he wants to get he's 20, he's 22 years of age he'd probably be able to get uh,
4: for a 250cc motorcycle on an A2 license but he will have to go to uh, this thing called IBT initial bike training okay and if he does all that like these guys you know they're professionals it's like you know when you go up to your car test you've got to do the 12 lessons this is the equivalent of it now for doing new drivers for bikes but saying that, like, I've had young guys out there, going, going back 10, 15 years ago, like 10 years ago, these young guys out in sports bikes, and they're looking at me like, pat along in my hair, and, oh, oh, and going, oh, man's bikes, and going, that's why I'm around so long. You know, I'm cautious, like you're sitting up there on cracks rockets. What's the speed? What's the hurry?
1: Where's the fire? So you are a responsible motorcyclist by the sounds of things. Yeah, you
4: know? I've lost a lot of friends off motorcycles, please. Like one of your cars said, I don't feel safe being a passenger on a motorbike. There was only one person I ever felt safe behind, that was my best friend, but he got tried to kill killed 24 years ago off a bike. After that, I never again sat behind anyone.
1: Really? It was that yeah. terrifying?
4: I just, I didn't feel comfortable behind anyone else. I'd sit up behind him and I'd be there. I knew he was in control and we were safe. I never trusted any other driver after him, but he was the guy that got me into bikes.
1: Because and are you, are you are you taking your life in your hands? Uh, being a motorcyclist on on, city, every time, on the roads,
4: you try on your leathers your helmet, your gloves. You stick that key in the ignition and you pull it out and turn the You're taking your life in your hands.
1: And is that something that goes through your mind? Because I get into my car four times a day, um, coming to him from work twice, and not once when I turn the ignition in the key of the car. And I'm sure most of the people listening now who drive cars would feel the same way. Never. Does it cross my mind when I hop into my car that I could be involved in a in a serious accident? But are you saying most motorcyclists when they do uh, hop yeah, on it. that bike that, that's yeah. what that's what's going through their mind, is it?
4: That's going through their mind, but they're also thinking of the spin they're going for, but at the same time they're like they're like a sniper, they're on planes all the time. Unless they get you know an open road and they're going, Yeah, there's nothing coming, right. Let's give this baby some Harley and see what she can do. But you know, they know the road. They know there's nothing in front of them. Yeah.
1: You know,
4: and it's
1: like, and when they pulled that
4: tractor, the adrenaline rush, like, like I said, I ride the Harley there I and I stood up and I stood was laughing at me, like, they're going, that joke of vibration today. I said, when you're sitting up in there, I said, you're just listening to the engine going along the road, I said, open road, enjoying nature. But I said, at the same time, you're on point. I said, you can't take it away what for a split second. I mean, especially, then... in the, especially in the summertime.
1: Yeah, all these
4: big, angry machines out on the road, right there. And they I've seen it with,
1: with, with no, and they're not wearing any protection. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, they're wearing a small little pair of jeans or whatever. And if they come off the bike, they're, they're, oh. their skin will be torn apart. Oh,
4: any could have tells you, hey, he hasn't had a or road rash on a biker, when you get that slide up the road, you can feel the road before you hit it. And you're going, oh, this is going to hurt. And you 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 you, you really visualize like you, you can you feel you feel you visualizing it before it happens because you know oh, these and you'll get no break And in are car. What just happened there? And like a lot of it is loose chippings the roads. When your car is out, the roads you're now are not built for motorbikes.
1: Okay, would you agree with that? Uh, Kira just WhatsApped in there on 87 eight seven one double eight trouble situation. She says motorbikes themselves aren't too bad. It's the lunatics who ride them. I wouldn't let anyone in my family. Or friends uh, drive one. Would you agree with that? That it is the lunatics on them.
4: I've had lunatics come up behind me in cars, high-powered cars, and you know, a high-powered Audi's b practically rubbing my number plate, and I'm going, "Why is he and road. What's the problem? If you want the ride, take it." You know, you have it in bikes as well. Like I have friends there that are just complete petrol heads. Oh no, like I know. I,
1: there's there's lunatics in, in cars as well. Um yeah, you know, but and it, that, it's just when you're on the road so much, you just see so much bad yeah. behaviour that it's, that it's that it's so scary. Um, I,
4: I, I have a friend of mine there. If I met him on the road and he was out in his bike and he saw me coming, he'd be up in the back wheel passing me, saluting me like, and gonna be doing 78 miles an hour. I'm looking, going, you nut job. You could just wave to me if not. Psh, if he sees me coming against him, going, he's coming to the opposite way there. He's up in the back wheel saluting me. and going, what the hell? I'm going, you mad country. We've enough of friends, Barry. Stop. I know so I it's
1: think. you. But trying to t- trying to teach young people to be responsible motorcyclists when they have these big uh, high-powered bikes is is not that easy sometimes. Anyway, thank you very much, Tom. That's uh, a voice of experience and something that you should all pay attention to. That's a man who's been on the road a lot longer than than most of you listening. And uh, what he is saying is, listen, where is the hurry? You might have a a big uh, powerful bike, but there's no need. Um, to pull the throttle back and I know I, I'd imagine it is a great adrenaline rush but you come off that bike you're absolutely screwed uh, let's have a listen to this whatsapp voice note I'm a, an articulated
3: truck driver how are you? and uh, I can tell you anyone that drives a bike responsibly are far far more responsible than car drivers they they, they in my experience anyway they they tend to um to tend to be more visual than on the road regarding hazards and that and that's probably because they're on two wheels but again if they're on two wheels that lad is only 22 he need to have some serious cop on because there can be death trips if they're not used properly thanks love the show
1: thanks very much yeah and i agree with you it's the age 22 years of age uh, a lot of people, are they responsible at 22 years of age? I remember even when I drove my car, I suppose, when I was 22, like a bit of a lunatic as well. Um, and just, you, you can put an old head on young shoulders, not what they say. And uh, to see uh, a lot of young people driving around in cars on motorbikes, they just, they think they're invincible, don't they? And that that is the problem. Anyway, thank you very much for all your calls, your comments and your texts. And to Jake. Uh, The bottom line is, Jake, well, nobody, uh, I think, bar one person on this topic, uh, said that you shouldn't get the bike. Uh, Most of these motorcyclists are saying, listen, do get a bike, but just remember to be careful on it and remember that if you come off it, you have absolutely no protection. And uh, do you really want to put your family uh, through that worry every time you go out on a bike? And just listening to how your mother and sisters are reacting about this, um, you know, if you really want to put them through that worry, uh, that's that's completely up to you. But, you know, you heard from several motorcyclists tonight that as soon as they get on the bike, and uh, they worry, are they going to be involved in the collision? Because they know that if they come off that motorbike, they don't stand a chance. They know that if if they have a collision with a car, they don't stand a chance. It's the car that's going to come off better in the long run.